Welcome to the Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. The Safe Haven Podcast is a space for you to be real, raw, emotional, vulnerable, hilarious, and or completely carefree. This podcast offers a space for stories to be shared about the lights and darks, highs and lows of life in a judgment-free zone. Join me and my powerful guests as we dive into a variety of conversations and topics. Listen from where you are as you are. Think, laugh, and cry along with us. Whether you're in your car, in the kitchen, chasing your kids, running your business, caregiving for someone that you love, getting a mani-pedi while you're in the hospital, a treatment center, sitting on the deck, on the dock, or out for a run. These weekly stories and messages will hit you right in the heart, fill up your cup, and recharge your spirits. Joining me today is Victoria Chalk, and she's here to talk to us today about living and loving abroad, living between her hometown and Honduras, working from the beaches and running a super successful online marketing business that allows her to design the life that she loves. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I, it's, I just caught you out, like literally off the plane. I know, right? <laughs> You've okay. only been back for a few days. <laughs> you know what? Priorities. I know. <laughs> this is a priority. I was like, have to do this. Oh, I'm so stoked that you're here. I'm so excited to be here. It's funny because as you're getting here, I'm just kind of planning to like exit stage left at the end of the month. So yeah. So on some adventures. So it's nice that I actually got to catch you. Right. Before I left. And so yeah, so you've only been home for a few days. Yeah. Just about a week now, actually. A week. Okay. Yeah. And so as our listeners are about to learn is that you come back for a few months every year to make some more money to go and live on the beaches. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. basically, basically how it works. Yeah. Um, come home for the summer, which is actually not a bad gig because no. summers in Halliburton are so awesome. <laughs> They're so good. I know. I can't do the winters. A day like today too? Come right. on. It was so nice. It was so good. I was down on the deck. I was, I was too. tanning. <laughs> I was too before I got here. Yeah. It was so nice. It was so hot, but it's crazy because yesterday was literally like negative 40. It felt I unbelievable. I know I, some of my students even today online, were just like, you know, talking about, um, one of them has just come back from Guatemala and he said something like, you guys didn't tell me that it was freezing cold in Canada. Yeah. Like, sorry, dude. Well, we didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be this cold coming no. back. I usually plan out my time. I'm like, okay, so like end of May, beginning of June, I'm, I'm going into good weather. This is yeah. fine. And it's, it was freezing. <laughs> it was freezing. I think there was flurries the other night. Or yeah, something. I know. I know. Yeah. No. Was it, was it Monday night or was it Sunday night? They were calling for flurries in I May. I think it was Sunday night. Yeah. Get out of here. I was like, okay, well, I think I'm going to go back. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. See ya. Do not need this. No. But today is like reassuring. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, okay. I like to think that it's going to be a beautiful weekend too. Well, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Game on. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm so happy that you're here. And I've got a few things that I want to talk to you about today, but I kind of want to think um, or start talking a little bit about, um, you know, just rip through high school and then what was like, like life like after high school? Where did you go? What did you do? Um, so I finished high school and I moved to Toronto basically immediately. Um, I went to George Brown College and took a two-year program there. Um, I took event management. It's so crazy. I'm like, I is it even... a two-year program? It was a two-year program. Yeah. It was really quick. Honestly, when I look back at college, I'm like, wait, what? Like, I don't really, I don't remember. Yeah. It like not that I was like you know partying and wasted all the time. It was just like <laughs> it just went by so quickly. Yeah. So college is like such a small part of my life. It is a blur. Yeah. I even think I spent five years in university. I'm like, what? Where did yeah. It go? Like what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I finished. I I finished um, college in 2014. Okay. I think. And then um, once I graduated, I was like, okay. I need to get out of here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was like started the travel plans and so traveling. If you jumped right into traveling after college, had you always had the travel bug? Yes, yeah, for sure. Some people, I just feel like it's just so innate. Yeah, it's just in you. Yeah, there was nothing like that specifically made me be like, I just need to you know get away from it all and go travel. I was like, no, I need to, I need to experience this world. Mm -hmm. Like there, I mean, everyone. Everyone says this, but it's so, it's so true. Like there literally is so much out there. Like why wouldn't you want to go explore it? Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. And honestly, it is the best decision I've ever made because traveling has changed me like a thousand percent. Like yeah. I, like I am, a, I am a different person because of traveling. Yeah. hundred percent. And you know, you go through ups and downs and traveling and you know, it's just, 
I think I think it honestly changes people for the better. I really do. It teaches you so much about yourself. So much. Yeah. And just about life and about appreciating what you have and, you know, not taking things for granted and, you know, seeing how many people that are out there and what, what they don't have. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they're so happy still. I know. That's like one of my biggest, that was one of my biggest takeaways actually. I was uh, in Africa for, I don't know, eight, nine weeks in 2016, I think. And coming back from that, I remember hearing someone bitch about the Wi-Fi not working or some, one of my students, kid you not, I just came back from Africa. Oh my God. And there was, I'm getting like, oh, chills. a sandwich in a Ziploc bag, not even a bite out of it in the garbage. I went bananas. I like lost that shit it. That makes me so, so, so angry. I know, I know, and it was just that like, that lack of gratitude and that yeah. lack of just appreciation for what we have. Yeah, I'll never forget too. Even in Argentina, you know, watching these cute little half naked kids kick around a deflated soccer ball, and it was like they're just having so much fun. The best, so and genuine smiles and genuine happiness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then it's like people here are like, oh. My iPhone is not, you know, the new iPhone. And it's like, <laughs> these kids are literally kicking around a deflated soccer ball and they could not be having more fun. I know. And you're pissed about, you It's perspective. Know. It's all perspective. It is. I know. It really is. And I, I really feel that people that have had, I'm not saying the people that don't travel, like, are losers, but, <laughs> but you know, I know, big L's, yeah. but um, it's more like a, I even said this in another recording, just about that it gives you an education that no institution ever will. Yes. Girl, that's my quote. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. I literally, and also, I think I've learned more while traveling than I could have ever learned in my four years of high school and yep. like in my two years of college. Absolutely. Like, it's just, I mean, even about even about geography, like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, you just, you learn so much that yes. nothing can, no one can ever sit you down and actually teach you, you've got to go and get out there and experience it yourself. Yeah, I agree. And you will come back a better person, mm-hmm. not saying that you started off as a shit person, yeah. but you will come back a better person I, I and you will learn to appreciate not more. Yeah. It's the appreciation I think that really brings it full circle. For sure. What you come back with. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's just, just like being on your own, like yeah. in, in a new place. Learning about yourself. People. Yes. Realizing that, you know what? I'm so sick of trying to please everybody else. I'm just going to do what I want to do. And, yeah. and it sounds cliche happy. to think that you can reinvent yourself every new place that you go when you're by yourself and it's not even that you need to no it's just that if you know well today i'm going to be a vegetarian right (laughs) yesterday (laughs) i was some you know crazy drunk woman and today i'm like i am just non-alcoholic no i'm a health guru yeah yeah exactly yeah totally that's funny (laughs) yeah and no no one would know any different no exactly because no one knows you exactly no it's nice pretty cool eh? yeah and i think that that just almost like that trial of getting to try out different versions of you helps you figure out who you are, which is the most authentic version of you. I think that that's really what, what it is. I think you've basically just pinpointed it. Like that's how you find out who you truly are Mm -hmm. is just by kind of trial and error. Yeah. You know, and you, and you have a fresh, you have a fresh slate anywhere you go. Yeah. Cause no one knows the single thing about you. Mm -hmm. And then you are the one who's really like, ah, you know what? I like this person. I'm going to stick with this person. Yeah. It's, you know what? And I also think Maybe this is like a as I age type maturity type thing that has been in addition to the travels that the older I get, the more relentlessly myself I am. Yeah. It's like if this doesn't serve me, so yeah. Yeah. If this person is toxic, cut them out. You yeah. know, if this doesn't work for me, I'll try something different. <coughs> um, it's just a... Yeah. Yeah. I totally feel you. Yeah. I, as, I, as I get older, I feel like I have less time and patience for... You know, toxic yeah. people. And Snap them. Yeah. Get them out. <laughs> yeah. They're just, they're unnecessary. Absolutely. See ya. So you're 2014 then when you graduated, your travels, where did they take you? Um, I went to Australia. Mm-hmm. First, first travel. Were these one-way tickets as well? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love a good one-way. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Going to go on the other side of the world and see how I go. You know what's funny though is I think Australia is definitely the best first destination yep because it is so similar to home that it's not such a culture shock but it's far enough away from home where you can actually get the true experience Mm -hmm. of like being on your own yeah and not actually being able to like you know call up your mom and dad and be like you know what i'm in a situation like i need you to help me not that they would never help but it's just like 
it, I mean, even with the time difference and with being how being so far away, you just kind of really got to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm on my own, like yeah. you know, defending yeah. for myself. So Australia was was awesome. I love, love, love Australia. I haven't been back, and I really want to go back. It's such a beautiful country. Mm-hmm. So I spent a year there, just traveling. Um, you served me lunch one day. I did. You remember <laughs> in Byron Bay? Oh my god! I actually I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm pretty sure you got an orange juice. Yes, I did. And it was like I was, I was like this orange juice is so fresh because that's what I wanted. Was just like give me some fresh fruit. Yes. Juice. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Cafe Byron. So fun. Yeah. Isn't Byron Bay magical? It's honestly out of all the places that I've been, it is definitely a place that. Yeah. Is like I, I am obsessed. Uh-huh. I am obsessed with that place. I could live there. Yeah, going it's so chill. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's where I learned to spin poi. Oh really? Yeah. And um, you know what? I think just back to even just the fact that you served me lunch. I think that there's something so special about meeting up. It doesn't matter who meeting you know? up with people from your hometown on the other side of the world is magic. Because like I didn't know you before. Then. No, no. I was just like you, you. We just we had one thing in common, and it was that we were both. From Halliburton. Yeah. And we were both in Australia. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, it's so funny because a lot of people think like, wasn't it awkward? Like you don't even know her. And it's like, no, it's not. It's you just become like, you know, you have like a connection because mm-hmm. it's like you have like, you share home together. That's right. Exactly. So yeah, that you was have that in common. Yeah, for sure. I think too that the people <coughs> that are traveling um, around the world, because I even actually hosted... Um, Brittany Burton and Chris Porter, actually oh, in the Northern yeah, Territory. Yeah. yeah. So, oh my God, I met up with them in Australia too. Yeah. Isn't it funny when yeah. you just start to meet people from home on the other side of the world? Yeah. That yeah. Was, it's so cool. Yeah. Oh, I miss you. Bringing back memories. I miss <laughs> Australia. Australia is so great. It is. It is a, it's an incredible place. Yeah. That was one of my first one ways as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so, it's so awesome there. So after a year you'd had enough? Or uh, no, I just didn't do my farm work, so yeah. I didn't get my second year visa. Um, oh yeah, for listeners, if you're in Australia, did you know they have three years now? You can get three years. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I just found that out the other day. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, it's a sore spot for me too, but I know. Like, let's just shake our heads here. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh my god. So, um, uh, yeah. So it's three years, but when you, so when we originally went over on a 417, which is a working holiday visa is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, just for the listeners that you actually have to do 88 days or the equivalent of three months of some sort of farm work or mining or fisheries work that helps the Australian economy. And if you can prove your time there, like having helped their economy, then you are granted your second year visa. Yeah. So you didn't do your farm work. No. Okay. So I didn't do my farm work. Um, I don't really know why because I knew that I wanted to like I didn't I don't think I wanted to do another year like back to back but I I thought that I wanted to go back there but I don't know I just I think I was just ready to come home. Mm-hmm. I was just like I had spent a year there. It was amazing. It was so much fun. But I I don't know. You know how it is, right? Yeah. You're just like on to the next adventure. On to the next one. Yeah. Okay, so you came back home. I came back home. Um, worked for the summer and then decided to do another trip. So after that, went to Southeast Asia for, I think it was three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, traveled around Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, beautiful, beautiful countries. It's so on my list. Ugh. People are like, you haven't been? No. Which I'm shocked that you haven't. I know a lot of people are, are shocked. It's because the majority of the travels that I've actually had have been super long-term stays in certain places. So right. I haven't, as much as I've been a backpacker, I actually haven't done like the short, like ripper trips, just yeah. like here for a few days, here for a few days, here for a few days with the backpack home. Oh, Thailand is like, it's so high on the list. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. The food is just outstanding. Yeah. Phenomenal. Vietnam too. Vietnam is just so gorgeous. Love the food. Yeah. The food there. I mean, I'm, I'm a Your big, foodie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love trying different cuisines. I mean, now that I'm vegan, still would love to go around and try different, different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was, that was like a four month trip, I think. And then, um, came back home after that, worked again, and then went back to Southeast Asia for another few months. But this time my mom and my dad wanted to come along. Oh, fun. So... Your parents are a riot. They are. They're so young at heart. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, they just, it's so funny because <laughs> I feel like I go and do something and then they're like, well, wait, we want to come. Yeah. So like, which is fine. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so they came for that trip 
they, they've also actually been to Honduras because they were like, well, we want to come to Honduras. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, but they came for that trip and we were there for another couple months. And then that time we actually went over to Indonesia and spent some time in Bali. Another beautiful place. I'm going there in August. Oh, yeah. That is a place where I'm like, no, I for sure, for sure going back. Yeah. I cannot wait to go back there. It's yeah. so beautiful there. I can't wait. Yeah. So that was, that was like, I think maybe a month there. And then after that, I think it was back home again. Mm-hmm. I get so confused. The timeline is so, it's a bit blurry yeah. to me. I just remember being there and like traveling around, but coming home, I always kind of forget when I come home and for how long. Yeah. Cause it never, it never seems that long. So are you generally still coming home in the summertime ish so that you can fund your travels again by working at the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the idea. I mean, it's also nice to come home and cause I do as much as I love traveling, I, I love home and I love seeing my friends and my family and spending some mm-hmm. time here. And again, especially in the summertime, it's like the place to be. So, but yeah, de- definitely the main, the main reason to come home is to work again. Yeah. To save money to go back. Yeah. Fund the travels. Right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But um, I don't really like travel travel around anymore. It's basically like now that I'm going back to Honduras, I'm just like going there and living there. Okay. So, so let's really... get back to that though. So family travels. Mm-hmm. You ultimately ended up in Honduras. Yes. Okay. It was actually funny because it was not my idea. It was my ex-boyfriend's idea to go there. <laughs> okay. It's funny how shit works out. I know. <laughs> You just sit here and I'm like, you know what? Life is hilarious. It all works out the way it's supposed to. Right? The good and the bad. Yes. Yes. Which is why, like, I mean, not to jump totally off topic, but my mindset is so like, you know what? If it doesn't work out, it is just simply not meant to work out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can preach it, but not a lot of people actually get it. And they think that you really have to like realize, like be in situations where you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Why isn't this working out? Why isn't this happening? And yeah. then, you know, a couple months or a couple years later, you think back and you're like, it's because of this was yes. supposed to be happening. And how much can even change in a few months? Like, oh yeah, it's crazy. Big time. Yes. And you think like, you know, I, w- I want to go here. I want to do this. But then you realize like maybe that path would have not led you to where you're, you are now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you I know, it. it's so, it's so crazy. So that is definitely something that is like a huge takeaway from just traveling and, you know, being in certain situations, like just realizing that like what is meant to be will be, mm-hmm. and it's, it's supposed to be, yeah. and what's not meant to be, it's for a freaking reason. Yeah. And don't question it. Just go with it. Just go with it. Gotta trust. Yeah. 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 So anyways, um, didn't want to go really to Honduras. Hadn't really known, heard much about it. I was like, Utila, what is that? And then I was like, obviously, it's not called that. It's called Utila. But I was like, this is, I've never even heard of this place. I had heard of Roatan because it's pretty, it's a pretty popular tour destination for like um, all-inclusives and things like that, especially because it's super close to to Canada. So a lot of people will go there um, just, yeah, just Mm -hmm. to do all-inclusives and stuff. So I I had heard of Roatan, but I never heard of Utila. So I was like, you know what? Sounds great. Um, it is super similar to Koh Tao, which is in Thailand, which is where a lot of people go to do their, their dive master and their dive training. Right. Okay. Um, just known to be super cheap, super cheap and just amazing diving. So I was like, okay, let's try it out. Um, it's the second biggest reef in the world next to the Great Barrier Reef. Well, you already had your dive certs at this point. I had my open water and my advanced. Yep. So I went there to do my, um, my rescue and my dive master. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I had already dove the Great Barrier Reef, and this is the this is the next largest reef in the world, the Mesoamerican Reef. So I was like, sounds great. Would love to check it out. I I really wanted to go around the world and do a lot of diving. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, so let's go do that. So went to Utila and spent, um, I think it was two months that we were there. And uh, did my rescue, and then did my dive master. Dive master was a month. Such an amazing, mm-hmm. such an amazing course. Oh my yeah. God. So much fun. And then, yeah, met a lot of people, mm-hmm. including my love. <laughs> um, I love this story. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so funny now because it's like back then, yeah. you know, I was in a different relationship and I think that again, like, you know, everything works out the way it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. That relationship was, was more of like a friendship to me at that point. Yep. So when I had met Dennis, 
there was definitely a, a very big attraction. And I was like, well, when I was leaving, basically I didn't want to be leaving. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's something that's holding me here. I, and I didn't know what it was at the time. Cause yeah. I was like, what? Like, Usually when I'm, usually when it's time to go home, I'm so ready. Mm-hmm. But that time I was like, no, I do not want to leave. And I just knew, I was like, you know what, I'll be back here for sure. So was he driving the boat for your, your, yes, the whole yes, month? Yes, sorry. <gasps> I, mean, I, I didn't even explain how I met him. So he was, he was the boat captain at the dive center that I was doing my dive master at. Um, everyone calls him Captain Sexy, which I was like, what? <laughs> like, but I saw why. Yeah. Because... I mean, of course I'm biased, but he's beautiful. Yeah. He's so beautiful. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So everyone was like, oh, Captain Sexy, Captain Sexy. And I was like, who is this Captain Sexy? Finally, I met him and, you know, we were friends and, you know, I had so many friends there and we all would go out and hang out and party and stuff like that. But yeah, so that's how I met him. And then uh, nothing had happened back then. We had just remained friends. But then when I came home, um, my previous relationship had come to an end very, very amicable split. It mm-hmm. was, you know, we were just like, we're better off as friends. Yeah. You know, it was fun, but we were ready to move on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was, I was single for the summer. Um, just had fun being with my friends. And then I was like, I'm, I want to go traveling again. And I had made plans to do, um, a Central America trip with two of my other girlfriends who I had met in Australia when I was living there. And then one who I had met in Utila. And, we were like, let's go to Central America. And I was like, okay, but first stop has to be Utila. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Have to go back there. So I didn't actually tell Dennis that I was coming back. I, well, I said, I want to come back, but I, I didn't say like when or whatever. So then, long story short, I, I went back there and I didn't tell him that I was there. And I said to my friend, I was like, I really hope that I run into this guy on the street. Like, I just, I want to run into him. And... Oddly enough, like as soon as I walked out of my hostel, like he was literally right there, just like at the grocery store. And he was like super shocked to see me. And we kind of just had like this crazy connection. And we mm-hmm. were like, well, obviously we're going to hang out tonight. Um, so we went out and. That's so serendipitous. Basically, it's, it's so good. The rest is history. Yeah. After that first night. And it, it was hard because I was only there for two weeks. Mm-hmm. But. What time of year was that? February. Okay. But basically in those two weeks, like we just, we just fell head over heels for each other. Mm-hmm. Like when I left, like I, it was so weird cause I was like, I've known him for a year, but we've only been together for two weeks, but like I am already so in love with him. So and that was, was 2016 when you met. We met in 2016. Then I went back in 2017. Okay. Yeah. So then after that, I was like, well, I have to finish this, this trip with my girlfriend. So I came, <laughs> came to do, came to do this trip. We were, we went to, um, we were supposed to go all around Central America, Panama, um, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Guatemala, um, Belize, and then we were going to go up to Mexico. We actually didn't end up going to Mexico, but yeah, so we traveled around Central America, such an amazing, just Latin America is just, it's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. Such, such an amazing place. Like, uh, you guys all traveled well together too? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Like no... No drama, no fights. Like, because yeah. I think that when you meet people traveling, like, I love my friends here. I really uh-huh. do. Uh-huh. I just don't know if it, I just don't think you can travel with non travelers. Non travelers. Yeah. It completely changes the dynamic. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And when you meet people while you're traveling and then decide to travel with them, you just kind of have this just like unspoken, like, respect and like, like, not, not necessarily respect, but you just like, you know how to treat each other. Like if mm-hmm. someone is kind of like getting, you know, you can sense that they're just acting a certain way. You're just like, ah, like you, you just, you feel it. You just you read get each it. other well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we had like a really, all, all of us had like such a great friendship and such a good connection and we had so much fun while traveling. Like it was, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Um, but again, I was supposed to go home and I was just like, I cannot go home. Yeah. I cannot go back to Canada. Like, I need to go back to Utila. So, yeah. Decided to go back to Utila. And then, basically, just Dennis and I just jumped right in. Mm-hmm. We, we moved in together. And, I mean, yeah. So then, so now timeline then. So where are we at month-wise? So that was April. 
I think no, it was. But April. did you come home that summer then to work? Yeah, you did. Yeah, so I went. I went back to Utila, traveled around Central America for February, March. Went back to Utila in April, and then stayed there for April, May, and June, and then came back in July, mm-hmm. thinking that Dennis was going to come with me because I was like, oh yeah, just come to Canada, <laughs> right. not knowing that that it's hard. is fucking not easy. Yeah, I was like, you can just come. Like, it's like no. You need a visa, oh. and that is not not an easy thing to mm-hmm. to get. So it's not an easy thing to achieve, especially no. overnight. So yeah, I came home, worked for July, August, and September, and then went back in October, and then basically have just been doing the whole nine month there, three month here, making for the past enough money three years. to go there. Yeah, yeah, come home basically just to work. That's all I do. Yeah, I come home and I just. I guess, too, that like, at the restaurant, because you've been doing it so long, it's just second nature for you yeah. to do all of it, to work exactly. with people, work with the people that you work with. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't... serving job itself. Yeah. yeah. We don't, like, we don't have a turnover rate. Like, it's all the same people that always go yeah. back, which is so nice, because mm-hmm. we're just, like, such a family there. Yeah. Like, honestly, a lot of people, like, complain about the serving industry, and I mean, I get that the service industry can be shit, but, like, working at the rhubarb is just, like, it doesn't even feel like work. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly love it there so much, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I'm super close with... I mean, I've known Terry since I was, like, four years old. Yeah. She was my dance teacher forever. So, I've always been super close with her. And then Chris is just, like... Yeah. He's hilarious. And it's just so easy to work. Like, it's... They're just the best bosses. And, yeah, so working there is... It's always so nice to come home to. And just to have... To be able to come back and, like, have my job. I'm yeah. just, like, so, so grateful. Yeah, and well, to have that in your back pocket, even just to know that if you needed some extra income, that you could just come back and rip a good summer, and yeah. then, yeah, no, that's really nice. And then the, so then that balance is just, you just work for a few months, and then <clears throat> fly back. And then fly back, yeah. Yeah. So what do you do for work down in Honduras? Um, at the very beginning, I wasn't working, actually. Um, I was making enough, I made enough money in the summertime to basically just support myself through the wintertime. But it got kind of old quickly because I would come home always broke. And it was just like, I, I was like, okay, I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's it's just not a good cycle because yeah. you just don't really feel like you're getting anywhere. Right. Because, you know, you would you finish the summer so strong and I would have like such a great savings. And then I would come home and I would literally have like nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way because I love going there and I right. love being with him and you know, our relationship depends on me being there with him. So like, I would not change that at all. Um, but it, it got kind of frustrating coming home super broke and stressful. Mm-hmm. It's just stressful. Well, cause then it's, you have, it's like, you have to make money. Yeah. You have and to I, make and I also to get back. have to come home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And usually it would, it would seem like earlier than you know, I would think that I would want to come home in like June, but I'm like, oh shit. Like last year I came home in May. Cause I was like, I just need to, I like, I have no more money. Yeah. So, um, I did decide to work in Honduras, um, just at like a little bar there. Um, it's super cheap to live there. Um, you make about $2 and 50 cents an hour. So it's actually, you don't make any money, but you make enough to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't save anything. So that really wasn't working for me either. Yeah. So then I figured I was just. I was searching for a way to make money online, and then that's how I started my online business. So how did that start? Um, basically, I was just searching, searching, searching for a way to make money online because I knew that that's the only way I'm going to be able to do mm-hmm. it. And let's face it, it's fucking 2018. Well, it was 2018. It's 2019. Sure, yeah. If you're not making money online, you know, you're, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's right there. Yeah. So, like, why not? Even if it's not your, if, if it's your full-time thing, for sure. If it's a part-time thing, again, why not? Yeah. It's so easy. It's totally. so, you know, it's so achievable to be able to do that. And it doesn't have to be a lot of money, but to be able to just make some money online would be, was sufficient for me. Mm-hmm. Because to make, to make Canadian dollars online is, is a lot. So, were you approached Yes. You were approached by... Um, just this girl on Instagram. She, she saw my Instagram and she was just like, you have a great page. Um, you've got nice pictures. You have a good following. Like, would you be interested in, in working online and, you know, promoting products? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm open to it. Like, let's hear more about it. Um, 
so she kind of told me the rundown. She gave me the rundown, and at first I was a little bit skeptical because I was kind of worried, you know, about, like, you hear about these pyramid schemes, and I was kind of like, you know, everyone's skeptical at first, right? Because when you put even a little bit of money out there, it's just nerve-wracking not knowing what's going to happen. So... But I was like, you know what? I have nothing to lose, and this opportunity seems amazing. And I did my research about the business and the company, and it was, you know, I loved, I loved what they had to offer. I loved, you know, I loved what they were doing. So I jumped on board, mm-hmm. and um, it's yeah, it was definitely the best decision. Okay, so what is the company, and what is the product? So the company is a, it's a, it's a hair care business company. Mm-hmm. Yep. hair care brand um it's called monet and it's a it's a hair care company that basically is just all natural it's vegan it's cruelty free chemical free um customized hair care systems okay so for me it was also something that was really great because i was like a i'm not into sales b i'm not into basically by not being into sales i'm not good at convincing people that they need something that they either don't need or that they don't already have or that they're not already using. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, everyone uses shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. So this is not, it's not hard. Right. It's, it's, it's really not that mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. And that was, again, I was really into that because I was like, well, if basically all it is, cause there's no inventory as well. So I was like, I just need something that I can do online Anywhere in the world, which is great because you can do it anywhere in the world. You just mm-hmm. need Wi-Fi and some type of social media. You don't even necessarily need that. I mean, word of mouth is huge. But with this, they definitely market social media as being able to promote. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's no inventory, so that was great. So I basically signed up and got my products, started using my products, fell in love with my products. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super important to to me that they were cruelty free and vegan mm-hmm. and obviously no harsh chemicals. So, um, and they, they delivered. Yeah. So after that I was like, cause I wanted to use the products first before I started promoting, mm-hmm. which is also, it was risk free too, because I was like, well, what if I'm not into it? Well then, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like I have good products and maybe I just don't want to sell or, you know, there's 30 day money back guarantee. So I was like, fine with that. I could just send it back. And I was like, well, I'm just going to try it out. So anyway, yeah, it was great. I loved it. And it was just such a, it was such a perfect situation for me just being away and being able to make real money Mm -hmm. without being in the country. Absolutely. Yeah. And all online, all through social media. Yeah. So. Have you had um, challenges or what would you say are your biggest challenges working online? Honestly, because this is so flexible, I guess, like, I haven't really ran into, I think that the challenges basically are people just being skeptical. Mm-hmm. And having to, do you feel like you have to convince them? Yes, but, like, not really, because, like, again, I'm I'm not the type of person, like, if, if you're interested, I'm I'm happy to give you all the facts and, you know, show you how it works, but if it's not for you, then I'm... I'm just not going to try and con- convince you. Totally. If you don't want it, you don't want it. Right. If you do want it, then that's great. Mm-hmm. And I actually have had like, you know, all of my, all of the girls that have come to me that have got on this product are super happy. Like they love it. Um, so I haven't had any negative feedback whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I would basically just say that people just being skeptical is definitely hard. But then I get it as well because I was like that at the beginning too. Mm-hmm. But other than that, basically, I just take it day by day. Um, If I want to work a lot in a day and I have time and I have time to sit down and create content and, you know, put in the time and talk to people, then I do that. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, then I just don't. And do you feel super supported in this, in this job from the team? Like the money team? Yeah. Like super, oh my God, these girls, like I actually haven't met a single girl that I, I haven't met any of these girls that have brought me into this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're literally like my best friends. Like we talk every single day. Like I can message them at any time of the day. 
we have like weekly calls, like motivational Sundays. Like I that's don't know. so cool. It too. is so cool. It's really cool. So there's there's always it's such a great it's such a great community. And at first it was funny because one of the things that they kind of talk about, like as far as you know, benefits from joining the the business is mm-hmm. like friendships. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like. Come on. That's weird. Like, why are you promoting friendships? You know, like money I get, like great hair I get, like free trips around the world I get, Mm -hmm. a car I get, but like friendships, like, but I actually, that is like the number one thing that I've taken from this. Really? Yeah. How special is that? Right? Yeah. And it's, And where, where is your team located? All over the world. Not Mm -hmm. all over the world. Sorry. Um, so we're only in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. right now, Mm -hmm. but all over, mostly all over the U.S., but I guess too, like you say, so you're in Honduras, really, when you think about it. So yeah. this gives you the opportunity to work from wherever you are. From wherever. So how special though, too, that now you have found work that will support the lifestyle that you want. That's what I mean. Like yeah. this is literally like just such a blessing that I have like, this opportunity has been so amazing for me. Uh-huh. So amazing for me. Yeah. And you know, that's basically what I promote. Mm-hmm. And it's not like false advertisement. It's like, this no. is like really like, this is the life that I want to live and this allows me to do it. Yeah. Without any stress. Like, you know, and sometimes it would be funny because I would just be like, I mean, this sounds whatever. I would be like laying on a beach and, you know, just like going and swimming in the ocean. And then I go up, I would go back and I would check my phone and like my emails would be like, ah, oh, you know, you have money. And it'd be like, a fucking good chunk of money and I'd be like what like oh my god like I'm sitting under a palm tree yeah Yeah. and I'm like I've just been paid yeah and like or like you know I'm putting in orders yeah as I'm like sitting under a palm tree at the beach yeah like this is like literally my office like I remember seeing I think it was one of your Instagram stories something about great place to work for the day and it was just a beautiful beach yeah and your laptop screen yeah and thinking oh my gosh this girl has yeah. got it made, right? Like it's just, yeah, yeah. It w- it was just such a such an amazing opportunity to come by. And, and good really, on you for jumping on it because it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone, and I and I get that, and I've learned that. And I mean, you know, girls that are in the business that I've talked to, you know, have some some of them have stopped. They're just like, and that's what's great about it is that it's super flexible. Like you don't actually once you sign on, you're not committed into anything, mm-hmm. which is what I wanted to. Like I didn't want to have to work because I. The whole point of this was to be able to live the life that I want and to be able to have the freedom. Yes. So, like, the stress of, you know, having monthly quotas or, um, you know, having to to have a certain amount of, sold, like, sales per month, that, that stressed me out. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in that. Right. Which this is not it at all. Yeah. Certain days you want to work, you work, you make money. Certain days you don't want to work. I'm happy you that you're work. shedding light on that because I think that there is such a, a misunderstanding of what different online marketing yeah. and network marketing businesses are. And yeah. obviously there's such a difference between the business models that they are, Yeah, right? Where some of them are, you've got to hustle and you aren't getting paid unless you hustle yeah. and you have to put money into it <coughs> every month in order to get paid. But can I tell you something? The only time I've actually put money into this was my initial like investment to, you know, become part of the business. But again, what you're investing in is your own personal hair care products. So basically they're like, well, of course, if you're going to promote these products, you've got to use them. Mm-hmm. It's basically like these, oh, this is what also drives me crazy. It's like you see girls on Instagram every single day promoting, oh, love my bathing suit from Opali, like tagging them in your post. What is the difference between what they're doing and what I'm doing? Like, mm-hmm. why does it have such like a negative connotation you know? to it? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think it does, but just what what I've heard of some people saying, like, I actually haven't had anyone be like, what you're doing is a scam, because it's like, it's it's very clearly not. Yeah. I use products, people get products, I get paid, there's nothing, it's, there's no pyramid scheme about it. No. So, anyway, basically, what you're already doing is what I'm doing, I'm just getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. So, you are posting about your delicious meal at Rhubarb. You're mm-hmm. promoting for them. Totally. They're not paying you. Right. You're you're posting about your new better than sex mascara from Too Faced or whatever. You're doing the same thing. I'm literally doing the same thing. Yeah. 
or like, you know, that's the thing. Like people are posting about what they love all the time, but these companies aren't paying them mm-hmm. to post about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you not want to reap some type of, some type of benefit from using your social media platform? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It yeah. just seems too easy to me. Social media has really, <clears throat> you know, started to create avenues for these online businesses and in a very quick way. So quick. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, that's even why, like I said earlier, just about, um, you know, when you, you notice someone's followers or the count of followers that they have on their online accounts. Right. Yeah. And then in a matter of months, it's doubled, tripled, quadrupled. And then all of a sudden they're in like tens of thousands of followers that yeah. are watching, you know, their, their lifestyle or are interested or intrigued by their lifestyle. And therefore, you know, it, it sounds, uh. I actually listened to a podcast and she jokes about how she hates being uh, an Instagram influencer, a social yeah. media influencer. But that's ultimately what you become. That's what you And become. why should there be shame in that? There shouldn't. No. There shouldn't. It's like, I mean, especially if you use it in a positive way, you're doing nothing but just opening up other people's eyes to something that could be exactly. of their interest. Exactly. What is wrong with that? Everyone We, we search Google. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. We want to We want to find something on Google, so we yeah. search for it. Yeah. But again, it's like, and there's been so many times where, you know, people have posted about something and I'm like, oh my God, that looks so good. I want that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and get that. Yeah. I want that, you know, faux that you just posted. Yeah, want, exactly. You know, like I'm going to go out and get some and I'm going to yeah. go to that restaurant. You know, I don't know. I think people just, they're just too, they're just so caught up in this like negative, I don't know. I think it's fear. I often think that it's fear or yeah. that it's fear and doubt. Yeah. And that often people won't take a step because of fear. Yeah. Right. So Mary, they're just like, yeah. they're just, they're comfortable in where they are, but yeah. it's like, you're never going to grow if you don't just say yes to, to at least something. Yeah. You know, out of your comfort zone. Just, just get out of your comfort zone a yeah. little bit. I mean, easier said than done. For sure. I can't just sit here and say that, but it's just, it's so great that it's worked out as well as it has for you. Yeah. It's I'm, been such a positive for sure. Aspect of your life right now. And especially because you're trying to design this life that works for you, especially now that you know you're working towards getting Dennis to Canada and yep. you know you're in this serious relationship and you're talking about forever with him and you yeah. want to set those foundations to do this. Exactly. So you've taken the step and good on you. Well, yeah. Like, embrace it. I mean, you got to you got to be proactive. Yeah. Like you really do. Yeah. And it's not as scary as it seems. No. It's really not. Yeah. Well, like you said too, you're you're so supported. By the team, right? Yeah. So people have had the the bad days that you have, and they've had the good days that you have, and they've probably also sat on a beach somewhere and got a paycheck. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, some of my girls, like one of my really good friends, she is an executive director, and she she has a she just got a Cadillac. When you get to a certain rank in this in this business, the company gives you a free car. <laughs> A free Cadillac. Holy. And it's it's not just like five girls at the top. No, it's literally anybody who meets this rank gets their free car. Which That's I am incredible. three ranks away from. Get a girl. Or four. I can't remember. But anyway, it's just so, it's super achievable. It's so doable. Yeah. So anyway, yes. I mean, it's just we all, we all really have each other's backs and we're uh-huh. super supportive. And I wouldn't be where I'm at today in this business without them. Yeah. And my family is super supportive. Anytime I post about, anytime I post about the business, my dad, like on the story, my dad will like comment with like a, like oh, a clap the applause. Yes. Or like if I like do a poll, he always votes on the polls. Oh, or like Dean. if I do like a question, he'll be like, he'll answer my question, but it, he'll be like, so proud of you, honey. And I'm like, oh my God. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. He's the best. But yeah. Oh, gotta love good parents. Eh? Yeah. My parents are... My parents are awesome. Yeah, shout out to good parents. Right? Yeah. They, they're they probably so stoked to have you home. Yeah. Yeah. They. My mom My mom and I hang out quite a bit. My dad works a lot, but the first Saturday I got home, <laughs> we just got so hammered. I might have seen some evidence of Oh, this. yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My you dad guys goes, like some good karaoke. Yeah. My dad was like, what did you post on Facebook? I was like, nothing. He's like, someone said that. They, uh, I was, I was hitting the, the karaoke, whatever, doing it really well. I was like, oh yeah, I posted it on Instagram. He's like, well, I didn't see that. I was like, well, I guess you didn't. I mean, it's not there now, but I forgot that I posted that. Oh, but yeah. It's so funny. No, you they guys are just funny. Look so lovely. And mm-hmm. like, you're all so happy and 
so tight-knit. Yeah. That's so good. It's a good... It's nice, too, I guess, because if you are away <clears throat> for nine months, if they can't make it down or you don't come back in that nine months, that, you know, you're just still so connected. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. My parents do. I mean, they, they definitely... They've come the past two years, mm-hmm. so it's been nice to have them there and to meet my boyfriend and to meet his family, so it was, yeah. it was really nice. Okay, so Dennis is from Honduras, so he yes. speaks Spanish. Yes. And how is your Spanish? My Spanish is mediocre at best. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I should be a lot better at it than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no one else to blame but myself because I don't actually, I don't try hard, as hard as I should. I still do try, but I would be fluent by now if I gave it a hundred percent. So I should be better. Yeah. But I think now too, knowing like, well, obviously we're saying that it's going to be in all of our best interest and positive vibes going forward that he is going to be here by September. I hope so. Yes. Let's just put it out there that that's going to be happening. But I mean, even next time that you're back down there, you already have this mindset that you can just go at it and just practice and make mistakes and own it. And for sure. Yeah. And it's nice too, because it sounds like he's so welcoming for all mistakes because he just loves you so much. Yeah, he is. He is an angel. (laughs) Like, I mean... I can be a lot. If you know me, you know I can be a lot. And he just, he really handles me with yeah. care. So Aww. he's a sweetheart. He really yeah. is. Yeah. So how has this visa process gone then to get him here? It has been a tough three years. No, sorry, two years. Um, there's just a lot. There's just so much involved. Mm-hmm. So much more than I could have ever thought. I thought it was just like, you apply, you get it. No. It is... It is so much... There's just there's just so much involved. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even... It's, it's still hard for me to wrap my head around. Because there's different types of visas. And there's, you know... They, they want to know every single thing about you and your mom and your dad and your brother and your cousin and your uncle. Like, they need to know everything. Mm-hmm. And it seems so ridiculous because I'm like this guy just wants to come here and work Mm -hmm. like that's all but and he's a carpenter yes and he has yeah he's a boat captain but he does have carpentry background as well his dad's a carpenter okay so he does have carpentry background um basically what our lawyer said was his best bet is to come here on a student visa that's basically the only Mm -hmm. way that he's gonna get Mm -hmm. a visa right now um, so we're still trying for that. It is looking positive. Nothing negative has come out of it yet. Not yet. Nothing negative has come out of it. Yes, that's right. Um, but it's just, it's very time consuming. Yeah. So I can never say that he's for sure going to be here at a certain time because mm-hmm. they could say that, I mean, even our lawyer has said he should be with you when you go home. Yeah. And he wasn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you never, you never know when it's going to happen. It's just, it's, it's just going to happen when it happens. Yeah. And for anyone listening, I mean, that has done distance or that has, you know, had a spouse or a partner that has been not just distance, like we're talking time zones, yeah, countries away, plane rides away. Yeah. Um, how is the distance? How do you guys manage that? Uh, we manage it really well, I think. And basically, I think it's just because we have so much trust in each other. Mm-hmm. Every relationship has it, has its ups and downs, and, and ours does as well. But I trust him, you know, 100%, and he trusts me 100%. And that's really how we get through it. Mm-hmm. Because distance is hard. It's so hard. And not having your person that you need to be there with you all the time, like mm-hmm. not having that is, mm-hmm. is difficult. Mm-hmm. And especially when you go through, you know, tough times, you just, you need that person to be there and, but we just, we make it work. Yeah. And there's just never been a day where I've thought that this isn't going to work. Yeah. So Which I. Which is so lovely. Yeah. It's so nice to hear. And you obviously are gung-ho, let's spend the rest of your life together type. Yeah, which is crazy because I was never like that. Um, all my friends are like, who are you? <laughs> when I talk about like marriage and babies, they're just like, sorry, what? Like, mm-hmm. what did she just say? Yeah. I was always the person to be like, I'm never getting married, never having babies, mm-hmm. don't believe in marriage, don't believe in procreating. Yeah. Um, I was just like, I don't know. I guess I kind of just 
I, I honestly, I just think that I had just not found that person who I wanted to share that with. And a lot of people said that to me. They're like, you just haven't found the right one. And I was like, I don't think it's about the right one. I just, those are my beliefs. I just, I don't think that, I think I didn't believe in marriage and I just didn't ever really feel like I had a motherly like Mm -hmm. instinct. Like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I never wanted to be a mom growing up. Like my friends always talked about how they wanted to have kids and I was just like, it just never felt natural to me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, just total. Full circle. Full circle. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely want to get married. Yeah. Definitely in the plans. Well, it's funny to me too, even just cause I know your parents and how happy they are and they're besties and they're young at heart and they love life and yeah. have been married for so long. It's, you know, it's so <clears throat> interesting to me that, um, you know, someone who is a product of that would be, so against marriage or not for it or just kind of, you know, like you'd mentioned about it's, it's signing a paperwork. Why don't you just choose to spend the rest of your lives together? Yeah. Why, why do you need a piece of par- paper to signify that yeah. or, or wedding rings or whatever? That's honestly what I thought. I was just like, I would always say this is so stupid, but I would always be like, would you sign a piece of paper saying that you're going to work at the same job for the rest of your life and you don't get to have any other job? You're stuck at that job. Mm-hmm. Would you sign a piece of paper committing to that? No. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, what if next year I want a different job? Mm-hmm. What if I don't want to be here forever? Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at marriage. That's how I would compare it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't know what's going to happen. And because I had fallen out of love twice, I was like, what if I had decided to marry either one of them? Yeah. Like, look at where I'd be now. Right. I would either be super unhappy in a marriage or divorce twice. Mm-hmm. So that's right, kind of right. always why, but I, but again, I had never wanted to get married before. So that's, I always looked at it so negatively. I had never looked at I had never seen the positives. But there's been such a shift with Dennis. Such a shift. Yeah. Like now I'm just like, I just, I want to be his wife. I want him to be my husband. Yeah. But now that thing that you're saying about, um, you know, the whole meeting the right person thing. Yeah. That's also become a reality. Because sure. he is your person. He is. Yeah. And I just think, like, there's nothing really to explain it other than, like, when you know, you know. Yeah. Like, you just, you, it's just a feeling that is just, there are no words to explain it. Mm-hmm. You just know. I think that's so beautiful. I'm such a sucker for love. Yeah. I love love. Yeah. See, and I was yeah. never like that. I yeah. was like, yeah, it's cute. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm, like, just head over heels. Yeah. So. Oh, it's so nice to see. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I would love for you to share with our listeners where they can find you. How do they follow you on social media? How do they get in contact with you if they're super keen on some wicked hair products? Um, yeah. I mean, my Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram. I, it's just my name at Victoria Chalk. Um, same with Facebook. Just my name, Victoria Chalk on Facebook. Um, just amazing. Hit me up in my DMs. Yes. Yeah. Send the DMs. Slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. Okay, well, Victoria, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. It's been so lovely to see you just shooting the shit. I know. This has been great. I know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much to our listeners as well. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Safe Haven Podcast. Please make sure that you subscribe, like, share these episodes, and comment as you follow along. Your generous support keeps the sharing and messages coming your way. You can find the Safe Haven podcast on iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify, but please follow along on Instagram for all of the latest updates at the Safe Haven podcast. I'll talk to you next week.